Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. It's that time of night, you can't stay up tight. So come and join the people and I'm feeling all right here on old. Always good to hear Doug and Donna rocking the place here. Welcome to Overnight America for another hour. We're live up until 1 o'clock. And then the replay hour after that where you'll catch a couple of your calls and also Rich Rubino given the analysis of the debate tonight, which you can find now if you really wanted to. If you can't wait, that's cool. Go download the podcast, Overnight America, wherever you download podcasts or get a direct link to it at kmox.com in the podcast section. So always good to hear from you. I want to note that the temperatures are just going to keep dropping and dropping. What you're seeing right now with temperatures, enjoy it while you can because basically the highs are going to be in the 40s and 50s for a little while after this. Hopefully you got some yard work done. I did. I spent some time out and trying to close the pool. I can't wait until that thing is completely out of my mind for a while. So if you want to call in, talk about the debate tonight, I have some clips, more of them I want to play, which we didn't get a chance to before. 314-436-7900. I'm always curious about your analysis. And then when I look at the text messages, I'm getting some good ones. Greg texted in. Always good to see that. Uh, Mary had some really long comments. Um, Let's see. Biden changed his thoughts a lot from what he said and then went to talk about Trump being more concise. That's some really good analysis from Mary. Uh, and some other text messages in too. Joe Biden first said he wanted zero emissions by 2025, which is impossible. <laughs> and then, well, Biden, we know, has a hard time. And then even in that one clip that we played before, he, he said, the what, the poor boys instead of proud boys when he was trying to refer to that group. He said, <laughs> Gabe Lincoln over here. And what else did he say? There was a couple of other things he messed up. But you can tell that throughout the course of the debate, he was slipping. So uh, he, he had a hard time keeping it together for a few parts there. Let's go to Danny, who's calling in from Missouri. Welcome to Overnight America. Oh, hi. Uh, yeah, I had some comments about, yeah, like, Rich Ravino. I, it's kind of like he's, as a historian, I really like him and things like that, trivia, you know, about history and things. But as a debate and, and al- an analyst, he, I think he's kind of like Doris, Doris uh, uh, 
Doris Goodwin Kearns or that you know that uh, that PBS lady that does, you know it's kind of like Doris Kearns on you know in drag to me. I mean, he's just like he's he's like he's really left leaning on his analysis of how he thinks both the candidates did in both debates. To me, I, I thought because the first debate, uh, uh, Biden was really rude and just disrespectful, saying clown and uh, and uh, this fool and things like that. And, and he was the first one to actually butt in dur- during that debate. And, 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 and it's like Rich saw a different debate than I did because he, in that first one, he said, you know, Trump interrupted too many times and, and things like that. And then he always has more more uh, like a list of things that the Democrats could, you know, that, he, that Biden could have said, well, the Democrat Party is, is responsible for this and, and that, and, you know, and things like that. It's just like he's really, to me, left-leaning on, on, on that sort of thing, on, on his analysis of, of how, how uh, the, the candidates did in both debates. Okay, very good. Thanks for the call, Danny. Appreciate right. it. Thank you. And I had to look up Doris Kearns Goodwin. I don't watch a lot of PBS, so apparently she is a American biographer, historian, and former sports journalist. <laughs> I don't know much about her at all. But it's funny because I don't know if Richard Bino has ever been compared to anyone on this show, let alone a female, Doris Kearns Goodwin. Let's go to Mary, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Hello. Hi, Mary. What's going on? Hi, I just wanted to make a comment about your clip, Joe Biden, saying, hey, uh, characters on the ballot, look at it closely. Yeah, um, let's look at it closely. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do it. All right. That's why jo- Donald Trump brought back the line, of course, you may be one of the most corrupt families. And he wanted to point out families very quickly because his association with Hunter is not going to look favorably on him. No, but how can we get the rest of the media besides Fox to do anything about it. They're not covering it. They're very complicit, of course, with with the Democrat Party. Um, I don't even think the Associated Press has taken this on. Um, what's the deal there? I think uh, Tony, is it Bobolinsky, came out today and had a right. press conference and was talking about how, yeah, all of this stuff is true. This is one of the former associates of Hunter Biden. I think what needs to be done, and I don't know how much due diligence some of these other networks have done when it comes to this story. They may have completely dismissed it or purposely have dismissed it because they don't like it. But have they really, really tried to verify or deny this sort of thing? Because what what could be done? Now, think about it this way. If these networks really wanted to make a name for themselves, they can go out and find all of the evidence that would completely obliterate this and show that it is completely untrue and there's no way in that this could be Hunter Biden's laptop and there's no way anything anything could have happened this way. But they can't do that, so they can't disprove it. But at the same time, they're not really trying to prove it. So now they're just kind of sitting in limbo. But, you know, Fox has actually gone out and tried to do a, a couple of different things. They have verified that some of these emails and people on these emails could say, yes, um, I did receive this, and this is accurate, and this is authentic. There's another person, at least one of Hunter Biden's associates that we mentioned before, Tony Bobolinsky. Uh, yes, he's came out and verified it. You have the FBI who is continuing to look into the laptop who have said, no, this is uh, we, there's no proof that this is Russian disinformation. You had the Department of Intelligence that said, no, there's no proof that this is Russian disinformation. And even further, we know that the FBI is continuing their investigation inside of this laptop. Things like money laundering is uh, brought up here. Like, let me bring this up real quick. Um, I had another story here. 
that I thought was relevant with all of this. Okay, and this is another Fox News report. The Hunter Biden laptop linked to FBI money laundering probe. This is interesting because as Fox News reports this, they mention that the FBI can't really start these probes unless there's some evidence that is out there for them to do so. So there has to be some reason for them to probe it. They're just not doing it, probing it for the sake of probing it. They're not doing it as a exploratory issue. So if the FBI is looking into this, if this was just disinformation and it was totally untrue, but the FBI is starting to probe, it means there is some credence that there could be something of value or this could be authentic. So why would the FBI do this with no evidence? Because they can't start an investigation with no evidence. So, you know, when you start to put some of these pieces together, it it doesn't uh, point to disproving this laptop. It actually points to proving this laptop's uh, authentic. Right. And uh, as far as the FBI goes, I mean, aren't Aren't some of their hands kind of tied because they're kind of complicit with the whole Democrat Party, too? They want it to go away. So Maybe. they're going to be trying. Well, the argument is back in 2019, the end of it. What did they say? December. They got uh, this laptop or whatever it was. So they they right. uh, they have They've sat on this for a while. So what's the it. point yeah. of that? And if that's the case, if they decided to sit on it and not move on it and there's actual evidence of well, something of relevance onto this laptop and they believe it's authentic now, then why did they wait so long? It's not uh, Donald Trump or Rudy Giuliani's fault that they waited so long for this. All right. Exactly. Hey, thank you for your call, Mary. Good hey, to hear from I you. I just wanted to oh. say also looking closely at um, character, don't let people forget about the IRS targeting conservative groups and the Fast and the Furious and the hundred, one and a half billion to Iran and the Benghazi. I mean, it just goes on and on. Let's remember that character. Okay. Thanks, Mary. Have a great night. Uh, 314-436-7900. Let's see. A couple of text messages. Nobody talks about Trump's taxes at the dinner table, as Biden suggests. (laughs) Does that come up? We're getting close to Thanksgiving, maybe even last Thanksgiving and the one before, because this has come up many times. Does that become a point of discussion at the dinner table? You're like, hey, uh, pass the gravy. Oh, yeah, by the way, Trump's taxes. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're right. I don't think that comes up. Uh, All right, we'll take some more of your calls, and I'll actually play some debate clips if you missed it from earlier. It's Overnight America KMOX. Listening to KMOX has never been easier. Siri, play KMOX. Just told uh, producer Mike we forgot the Thursday night tradition, which we're going to have to do now after the weather. It's more than tradition. It's more or less part of the identity of this radio program that we must play Rebecca Black. (laughs) All right, we can take a couple more of your calls. Let's do that. 314-436-7900. Let's go to Tim. Welcome to Overnight America. Hi, Tim. Go ahead. My name is Ken. Oh, Ken. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ken. I'm from Greene County, Illinois. I'm I'm almost 75 years old. And that... And I was always taught to read body language. I was a bus driver for Jersey County District for 30 years and that. So I had to learn to read uh, the kids on my bus and everything because a lot of times their actions and and all of that told me what they was ready to do, cause some type of trouble. And Biden, with him having that pin in his hand, always moving, and his eyes they were constantly moving back and forth, back and forth, and that like a person lying 
when they uh, and all. I, I cannot believe that the Democrat have turned into such a communist uh, a society. What happened to the Roosevelt, Truman, and Kennedy uh, Democrats that were true to our country, and they stood for our values? It's what can I do for the country, not what the country can do for you. And as far as I'm concerned, Trump has done more in his three and a half years or four years almost than what Biden and Obama done in their whole lifetime. <laughs> this is good, because if you go and look at some of the accomplishments okay. that they how thought would questions? never happen in our lifetime, you're right. I mean, who? how many times was uh, Donald Trump laughed at when he said he was going to try to bring some stability and peace in the Middle East? And look at it today. And how many times yeah. was he laughed at when he said he was going to go out there and stand up to China? Oh, you can't do that. And how many times yeah. was he laughed at and they, and they said, oh, yeah, no way you'll be able to continue to build jobs. You don't have a, you know, a magic wand or whatever it was to just keep these jobs coming in. And look at that. It's amazing how these things that they said were impossible started to happen. Well, how many people has has got twelve to uh, $2,400 uh, gift check from the government? Hmm. And that never in history has anything like that been done. I don't care whether you're black, yellow, green, purple, or what. Any, everybody that was on in the low, uh, you know, under what a hundred and some thousand dollars a year got that, in that. And I don't care whether you're from the south or where you're from the north, the east, or the west. In that, this man has put more love, more concern into the uh, for this country than any other president uh, gone. And I'm blood related to five of the past uh, presidents. And that, and uh, it's still my family trees go back to 1580 of uh, this country. And Wait, that, how can you be related to five former presidents? My DNA, how though? Like, wh which presidents? Okay, the Bushes, okay, and that comes in through the Walker side of my family. Mm -hmm. uh, President Hayes, uh, <laughs> was my great great grandfather's first cousin, okay. Okay, President Lincoln. That comes in through my grandma Barnes and grandma Burn, uh, Grandpa Burns, mm -hmm. uh, back in Kentucky, and that. And then uh, George Washington. I'm related to him about six or eight different ways through the Kites and Kitson side of my family tree. Oh, I, I'm also related uh, the past uh, Governor Walker of Illinois and the past Governor Walker of uh wisconsin hmm. wow and uh ross parole is my great uncle dick's great great grandson you are fake news no why'd you play that mike all right tim uh i appreciate your call thank you very much for calling in thank, that was not me that you. played that <laughs> mike. let me let me just point out one thing you mentioned about the stimulus checks. I believe President Obama, now you, you stop me if I'm wrong, I think he did something very similar through the taxes. He had a tax credit during that one year that helped, and it was a one-time type of deal. Now, so yes, during the Obama administration, there was something that's not exactly the same way it's done during the stimulus year, but even then, talking about this $1,200 per person, $500 per dependent, 
not a lot of people are, you know, looking at that as a positive per se. Some people do not like the fact that those are going out. In fact, we probably will get another one. It looks like it will happen. Just don't know when. Um, 314-436-7900. And talking about politicians, by the way, there was one moment where Donald Trump just, <laughs> let me play this for you. They were talking about China and Joe Biden keeps trying to make this statement, this clip, like, you know, he wants to talk directly to the camera and to the American people, you know, as if he's not some sort of, you know, career politician that has totally been disconnected from the average person. We make up only, we were 25%, 25% of the world's economy. We need to be having the rest of our friends with us saying to China, these are the rules. You play by them or you're going to pay the price for not paying by them economically. That's the way I will run it, and that's what we did in upholding steel tariffs and a range of other things when we were president and vice president. All right, let's talk about North Korea. Excuse me, no, I have to respond to that. Okay, very quickly, and then we're going to move on to North Korea. With a billion and a half dollars from China to manage after spending 10 minutes in office and being in Air Force Two, number one. Number two, there's a very strong email talking about your family wanting to make $10 million a year for introductions. President Trump, on China policy, though, what specifically are you going to do? What specifically are you going to do to make China pay? You've said you're going to make them pay. First of all, China is paying. They're paying billions and billions of dollars. I just gave $28 billion. New sanctions? I just gave $28 billion to our farmers. Taxpayers' money. It's what? Taxpayers' money. Didn't come from China. You know the taxpayers? It's called China. China paid $28 billion, and you know what they did to pay it, Joe? They devalued their currency, and they also paid up. And you know who got the money? Our farmers, our great farmers, because they were targeted. You never charged them anything. Also, I charged them 25% on dumped steel because they were killing our steel industry. We were not going to have a steel industry. Okay. And now we have a steel okay. industry. Okay. Vice President Biden, your response, please. My response is, look, this isn't about – there's a reason why he's bringing up all this malarkey. There's a reason for it. He doesn't want to talk about the, the, the substantive issues. It's not about his family and my family. It's about your family. And your family's hurting badly. If you're making less than, if you're a middle-class family, you're getting hurt badly right now. You're sitting at the kitchen table this morning deciding, well, we can't get new tires or the ball because we have to wait another month or so. Or are we going to be able to pay the mortgage? Or who's going to tell her she can't go back to, to community college? They're the decisions you're making in the middle-class families like I grew up in Scranton and Claymont. They're in trouble. We should be talking about your families, but that's the last thing he wants to talk about. I want to talk about North Korea. I do want to turn to 10 seconds, Mr. President, 10 seconds. That's a typical political statement. Let's get off this China thing, and then he looks. The family, around the table, everything. Just a typical politician when I see that. Let's talk about North Korea. I'm not a typical politician. That's why I got elected. Let's let's get off the subject of China. Let's talk around sitting around the table. Come on, Joe, you can do better. We're going to talk about... Called him out exactly. It's tiresome. And by the way, he also called him out later about this whole Scranton thing. You lived that you weren't even in Scranton. You're acting like you grew up there your whole life. It's your Andy Griffith and your old Mayberry. <laughs> That's your own Scranton. Yeah, right. You were gone out of there. So it's funny because as he tries to make his push in his association to Pennsylvania because he thinks it's going to help him, it just completely called out for President Trump. I thought he did that pretty well. 314 436 7900. We'll take some of your calls, your comments, and I want to get a couple more clips out there, too. It's Overnight America, KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's not official until we play this. No, we're just about a half hour late, but that's okay. It's really not officially the weekend until this radio program plays Rebecca Black. As far as I'm concerned, the last radio program left in the country that still does this on Friday. (laughs) Welcome to Overnight America. And the nice thing is you have the ability to call in and say your piece, say what you want. You can challenge things that I've said. I'm going to challenge things that you said. But that's kind of the whole point. And feel free to do that right now. And I feel like Frank may be doing that to me here. Welcome to Overnight America. Hello. Hi. Hi. Go ahead, Frank. Hey, yeah. Uh, you know, I really enjoyed the, the debate last night uh, or earlier today. Um, even though Trump was more under control, I just have a problem with Trump. I have a problem with his attitude. I have a problem with how he conducts himself as the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, um, Trump has not, in my opinion, has not been held accountable for his actions. Yes, he has done some great things to, to get the economy started and, and you know, uh, on the, to better what it was. However, the way he carries himself plays a lot in being, being the president of the United States, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I just feel that Biden will actually do more for black people. Uh, mm-hmm. I heard Trump keep saying he has done more next to, 
Abraham Lincoln, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I don't, I don't feel it. I don't see it. You know what I mean? I'm not experiencing that. And I'm not into trouble. I'm not into drugs and all that, all that other stuff. So what has, what has he really done to help the blacks, for real? Well, if you want to help me, help yeah. me my student loan. Well, I, I can answer some of that. I mean, uh, here's the points that Donald Trump makes when it comes to that. So before the whole COVID, you had record low unemployment rates for different communities, including the black community. And that's a pretty big deal, considering it's the lowest since they've recorded it in the past, what, five or six decades it's been recorded, which is a pretty big deal. Uh, He actually did something when it came to criminal reform, which is something that, believe it or not, hasn't been done up until now. And that was a bipartisan effort for him to be able to work on it. And the thing that surprises me the most over the last couple of weeks, in particular this last week, you found some pretty prominent entertainers in the black community who have said, at least he listens to us. I can't get the Biden administration to even listen to us. And these are people that would never vote for him. They're even giving him some credit right now. And even, and I guess polling wise, you're starting to see the numbers turn around too. It's nothing to be a majority by any means, but predominantly when you look at the African-American vote, they don't go Republican. And in this case, you're actually starting to see Donald Trump gain some grounds on that level. So, you know, he he talks about uh, funding Uh, black colleges and being able to help in that sense. So, you know, he talks about all these different things, all of which he's done during his administration, which are all positive things. So if you're wondering what are some of those things he's done, those are some of the things. Okay. Uh, I appreciate that. Now, what about the way he conducts himself? Is that okay? I mean, is is that all right? It's not great. No, no. The the way he talks, the way that he brings certain things up, (laughs) definitely not. But I think a lot of people are willing to say, well, would you rather have a smooth talking politician that's well polished or would you rather have a strong economy? And I think most people would say, I'll take the economy and then I'll just try to ignore the rotten things that, you know, come out on the other side. Right. Because we by the way, do, do you believe any politician is that shiny and beautiful on the uh, when no one's around, do you think they're, or do you think they're more like a Donald Trump? <laughs> they're human beings, so. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's kind of it. Human nature. Yeah. I mean, I think definitely he has flaws as a person, but he's also more authentic in the sense that he brings it out in front. He doesn't hide it, and I don't know if any politician. Uh, there's very few, by the way, that are authentic in the front, in the back end too. But uh, I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's just a politician thing. Good points that you're making, but also, of course, if you um, take care of the rich, it's going to uh, have a great impact on the economy because that's who run the country, the rich people, and not the poor people. The rich are getting richer. Uh, it's a fact. Well, yes and no. There, uh, depends yeah. on how you look at it. Now, if you want to talk about wealth, the top-end wealth that continues to grow— yeah, I mean, you do see that growing. Sure, that's that's something that's happening. But then again, if you look at the way that these uh, companies and the people that own these companies have exponentially grown their wealth, it's because of the value of the company that they built. It's not necessarily um, it's not necessarily that th- they have an, a, a huge advantage over anyone else. They just own something that's very valuable, and we just have a lot more valuable properties. I mean, I, I guess you, that might be me trying to spin it in a certain way. But if, if you look at the way the tax cuts were, um, a lot of this was built in a couple of different points. Some of the tax cuts were meant to be friendly to businesses in order to try to boost jobs, and that certainly happened. We saw unemployment rate just drop across the board, and it was great to see that. A lot of other jobs being added, and we're starting to see the recovery come back very quickly because of that sort of thing. If, if you start to take away some of the tax cuts to the middle class and below that Donald Trump put in, 
then you're going to start to see some pretty damaging things on the family level, not just for the rich side, but for really everyday people. Because, you know, Joe Biden even says he wants to repeal all these tax cuts that uh, Donald Trump put in. And that predominantly really helped those that were middle class and lower. And I mean, I, that's true. I mean, it's it's difficult to swap and take those out, replace it with nothing and then say that, you know, uh, everything's going to be all right. I mean, there's a lot of things that help the middle class there that Donald Trump said with those tax cuts. Yeah, yeah so, so my, you're absolutely right. And I appreciate that. My, my last comment would be, uh, let's just use Trump for the uh, economy and use Biden <laughs> to deal with the racism that's taking place <laughs> in the United States. <laughs> has he really done that, though? I mean, what what has he done to address that? Well, you know what? Even even though he hasn't said anything, I think, you know, that's the question. I don't think he has done anything. You know, unlike most politicians, they got a lot of promises. Um, but, you know, Amico has a saying you expect more from a leader. So as with Donald Trump being president, I just expect him to do more. And I think he should have done more, especially when, when it's been obvious that, that uh, the you know, the black have suffered as a result of some incident hmm. that's taken place. Okay. Well, uh, thank you, Frank. Good to hear from you. Have a great night. Thank you, buddy. Good. Good comments for Frank there. I thought that was nice. Uh, let's go to Greg, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Good morning. Very good to hear your voice. What's going on? Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to flip it. I've been listening to you for the past couple hours, and your uh, people that you've had on your show, Mr. Rubino, I believe, that's how you pronounce his yep. name. Mm-hmm. He uses a lot of words to get uh, one point across. He's a Biden supporter. <laughs> All right. Now, that's fine. That's fine. I have a question for you. I'm going to flip it. Okay. Mr. Wrecker, welcome to the Greg's Telephone Show. Okay. My question to you, since you watched it, correct? Yes. All right. Mr. Wrecker, who sounded and who looked presidential tonight? Oh, I think they both did. I mean, I think they both did. Okay. So, remember what's been happening on your show. People were worried, calling in, oh, I hope he doesn't goof up. I hope hope he doesn't get uh, too obnoxious, blah, 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 blah. All right? And then on Biden's side, I hope he doesn't goof up, blah, 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 blah. They, n- neither one of them lost. So, my take on this is, since no one's lost, then the home field has the advantage. President Trump wins. Hmm. The home field being he's the incumbent, and that's going to help. So forget the polls right now. None of that matters. It doesn't matter if there's a bump off this last debate. He still has the home court advantage, and that gives him the presidency come election night. That's what you think. Because we all know who Trump is. Hmm. Now, I'm going to admit to you, I voted for Trump in 2016 because— I didn't want a politician. I wanted a businessman. Mm-hmm. I wanted him to get things done. Now, it was the Democrats who goofed up this time around. Mm-hmm. They put out somebody, and he must be a nice guy, yet there's something wrong there, mm-hmm. and I feel for him. The idea is they should have brought in somebody else. So we all know who we have. We have a businessman. He is getting things done. Mm-hmm. You may not like him, yet he is getting things done. Mm-hmm. Have a great night, sir. You too, Greg. Bye. And that's absolutely important to point out when it comes to even pressuring China. Every president leading up into this one in their administration were so afraid 
that they were going to upset things with this large economy. And, oh, boy, you can't do that to China. They, they, have, they have the ability to walk away, and it'll be so much worse for the United States. So we got to play ball with China and do whatever they want and bow down and beg them to continue to be trade partners in all of this. And finally, someone said, no, we're gonna, we're gonna, I think we're going to level the playing field here, and we're going to call out the problems where they are. Same thing in the Middle East, defending Israel and also looking at some of the problems when it comes to the issues against them. And then looking at finding these peace treaties, which now in motion, no one thought there would be any step in that direction and good for the Trump administration to be able to do something like that. Holding some of these different pacts that we were in place with, you know, let's let's look at, you know, the Paris Climate Accord. And they brought that up a couple of times, at least once I remember as part of this. And Joe Biden said he'd go right back into it. It's important to note that when all of these different countries wanted to uh try to pledge what they're going to do to try to lower these carbon emissions and try to help with their share of whatever the, the climate change was. You can look at countries, and China's a, a big perpetrator of this. They didn't actually pledge much of anything. What they pledged was, hey, we're, we're going to look at what we are expected to do, as in without any sort of promise, and then we'll just pledge that as if it's some sort of, hey, we're going to do our part, but really they're doing nothing. They're just, they pledged to stay on course to where they were right now. Then all of a sudden the United States has to go in there and make up the grounds for the rest of the world. Well, hey, good news to you. The United States has actually exceeded where they would have been pledged on the Paris Climate Accord. We're actually doing better. Why? Because naturally speaking, even without the promise of the Paris Accord, we're doing our part. We're doing just fine there. And what about all the other countries? I mean, maybe you should try to say if they're not going to be up in their game like we are, then what's the point of trying to regulate ourselves with a foreign entity to come in here and tell us how we should be doing things? So, you know, all of these different type of rhetoric deals that Joe Biden threw at Donald Trump here tonight – I don't know if Donald Trump did a good job trying to rebut all of those things. I think he just wanted to try to stay at the core message, which is you had 47 years. You had your opportunity. You're not going to change things. All right. Um, he could have <laughs> he could have just said you're too set in your ways and there's no chance. And then, by the way, look who you're running with when it comes to Kamala Harris, like she is going to be a moderate by any means. So she, let's say that she gets her way. It's just going to be absolutely worse. You're not going to get what you want. And you didn't work with Republicans when you were in office, did you? You had the chance to. So all of these things that I think trying to stay on message tonight just kind of kept it a neutral debate. And during the replay hour after 1 o'clock, you're going to hear Rich Rubino again. So that's um, part of the replay. Or you can go get it in the podcast right now. This is Overnight America KMOX. This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michaelsflooringoutlet.com on KMOX. Mm-hmm. It's that time of year again. Can't believe Halloween's here already. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. For my monster from his slab began to rise. And suddenly, to my surprise, he did the mess. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. He did the monster. Oh, Halloween. 
I don't really get into Halloween that much, but it's, you know, kind of fun for the kids to go out there and get some candy. It's a... Uh, even when I was a kid, I was pretty young when I told my parents, I don't think I want to do this anymore when all my friends were still doing it. <laughs> but the free candy is pretty nice. But then again, normally you're left with a lot of candy. I grew up in a neighborhood where there was a ton of kids. So when you had to purchase candy for Halloween and you put the bowl out and you handed it out or whatever, we had this uh, routine. So we'd lock the screen door, but we would take out the little glass divider part of it. So you'd hand it through the door that way and we have to go put the dog out so the dog wouldn't come and try to jump out or whatever it was and then here uh where i live now it's it's amazing where i lived in indiana where i live now it, there's just not a lot of kids so you don't have to purchase nearly as much candy that's pretty nice uh i didn't get to play this clip and this is probably one of the most talked about moments from the night and it has to do at the very end of the debate which is joe biden saying that he wants to uh phase out and get rid of oil which again talks you're you're talking millions of jobs so listen to how this kind of played out. Okay, I have one final would question. Would he close it down falls, the oil industry? It falls. Would you close down the oil industry? I would transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, I would that's transition. a big statement. That, it is a big statement. That's a because big statement. I would stop. Why would you do that? Because the oil industry pollutes significantly. Oh, I see. And here's the deal. But that's a big statement. That. Well, if you let me finish the statement, because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time. Over time, and I'd stop giving to the oil industry. I'd stop giving them federal subsidies. He won't give federal subsidies to the to the gas. Excuse me, to the to uh, solar and wind. Yeah. Why are we giving it to oil industry? We actually do All give right. it to solar and wind. We and have that's one maybe final the biggest question. statement in terms of business. That's the biggest statement. Okay. Because basically, what he's saying question, is he is Mr. going President. to destroy the oil industry. Okay. Will you remember that, Texas? Will you okay. remember that, Pennsylvania, Oklahoma? Vice President Biden, let me get... <laughs> remember that, and he goes on to say, Ohio, I want you to remember that. Take the federal subsidies away from oil, and, you know, yes, you do get federal subsidies on the other forms of energy, which we have done for a while. So just uh, keep that in mind, phase out oil. Now, that's one of those far-left ideas that have been tried, and really, no one's buying that we're at the point where we can just take these things off the market. In a lot of ways, you have to find the balance of when you can do this sort of thing and start supplementing and moving it, but we're just not at that point. To try to force it, you know you're going to put yourself in some pretty big harm. All right, guess what? We're getting so close to the end of the night, and I always am a fan at this point. I want to remind you that we have one more replay hour coming up. Rich Rubino, American Politics on the Rocks. He is the author of that book, some post-debate analysis. You'll hear a couple of replays that way. And better yet, you know what I would like from you? If you would like to download the podcast, this is easy. Go to camox.com slash O-N-A. You can find it right on the website. Better yet, if you have a smartphone, if you have an iPhone, whatever it is, open up the podcasting app that's already built into your phone. It may be the first time you open it up, but it's pretty easy. There's a little search bar, search for Overnight America. And then when you see Overnight America on there, hit the subscribe button or go download or whatever. But what's neat about this is that you can actually listen anywhere. And the radio.com app is a good option for that. Or if you want to go to KMOX.com, you can listen straight on your web browser. Or if you want to really help the show, spread the word. Let someone else know about it. I think that would be a great way to really do it. I'll be back again on Sunday night live. I hope I can either talk to you uh, between now and then on social media. Facebook's always a good spot for that, too. But otherwise, have a great rest of the night and have a good weekend. We'll see you.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.